This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. And good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Six minutes after four, as always, a live show for you to call in and ask your employment law questions, whether it's uh, being on a temporary layoff, anything to do with the pandemic, or anything else uh, having to do with your job as an employee or employer. doesn't matter. No dumb questions. In fact, when you ask something, you're probably asking it on behalf of not only yourself, but possibly hundreds of other people who have been wondering the same thing. So don't be bashful. Feel free to use that phone number, 604-280-9898. Help at employmentlawyer.ca is the email address we will refer to throughout the hour. And our topic today, when we get around to it here in a couple of minutes, you wrote a whole bunch of severance if, and we'll get to some of those talking points in just a bit. But always we get to the week that was. Lior, how are you, pal? I am doing very well. I am always uh, excited. It's, it really is a privilege for me to be here on uh, CKNW and, and talk about employment law and hopefully solve some problems. You know, it's uh, it's fun for me to talk about employment law, but it's a lot more uh, satisfying to be able to know that we've actually made someone feel better. So that's really what I'm hoping to do over the next hour is to help you feel better, uh, help you understand what your rights are if you're facing a workplace problem. Maybe the problem is that you lost your job and you want to know, is that legal? Could you have lost your job? And what are you owed? Maybe the problem is your boss changing terms of employment. Just before we got on air, uh, I got a, an email from someone whose boss changed their compensation, uh, their bonus structure, I should say, significantly. What well, can that happen? Call us if you have those questions. We'll answer that. Whatever the workplace issue is, the problem, you have the right show for those questions to be answered. So give us a call. Don't be bashful, as John said, and let us make sure that uh, when you end the call today, you'll feel a lot better. But a couple of situations that came across my desk. Uh, I spoke earlier this uh, this last week with a gentleman that he'd been off uh, on a disability leave for a number of months. Uh, he had some back issues. He had some ankle issues. Uh, so and, and he had a, a very physical type of a job. So he couldn't work. No problem. He's been off. He came back finally to work, but his uh, he had a doctor's note saying that for the foreseeable future, he can only work five hours a day. Usually he'd work eight to ten hours. So sure. he had that note and he gave that to his employer. First couple of weeks, no problem. Working five hours, uh, everything is, is going okay. Employer uh, is not giving him a hard time, fine. Two weeks after that, the employer says, well, you know, it's been two weeks. You should be able to go back to work your regular schedule. We need you back now. We're busy to work 10 hours a day. So uh, you got to do that. If you can't do that, then I guess you have to go off on a leave again. And so he felt that he had no choice. He started working 10 hours a day. And sure enough, after a few days, uh, hurting himself, not feeling well, wanted to know what his rights were. So he called me. So here's the thing, John, and hopefully our regular listeners know this. His employer has to accommodate him. And that doesn't mean for two weeks. That doesn't mean for as long as they feel like. They have to accommodate him as long as that accommodation is required, as long as the doctor says that he needs that accommodation. That doctor didn't decide that it was only for two weeks, so the company can't decide that it's only for two weeks. They have to accommodate as long as necessary. So what they did by deciding, no, no, no more accommodation for you after two weeks, that's a human rights violation. That's illegal. They cannot do that. 
So I'm going to tell him, and I have told him, go back to them saying, I expect to be accommodated. I expect for you to follow my doctor's uh, orders. If they won't, I'm going to get involved. It's illegal. So remember, talk to your doctor if you have a medical condition. Your employer has to follow what the doctor says. If they don't, if they don't want to, uh, if they give you a hard time or threaten you, you call me right away and let me deal with it. Again, the best way to get some answers here and now quickly, it's uh, call the number 604-280-9898 is the way. In that regard, Kenneth, thanks for standing by for a moment. Good afternoon. How are you? Oh, I'm not good. I'm laid off. <laughs> ah, damn it. Go ahead. What's your story? Yeah, no, no I'm laid off because of this COVID thing. So what, what can we help you so, with, uh, anyway, Kenneth? So, so, so let, let me ask you a question. How does the company lay people off back in March, one year ago today, but then posting that on Indeed and, and and stuff like that, saying they need to hire people? So why am not why am I not hired back? So Kenneth, here's the thing. I never did, I, I never did nothing wrong. I just got laid right. out because of the COVID thing. Right? I, 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 I hear you. I don't you. understand how. How, how how could they post an ad uh, indeed saying they're looking for people when I'm not hired back? <clears throat> Isn't that illegal? So, so here's the thing. What's illegal is the layoff itself. It's not illegal to hire someone else. The layoff itself was illegal. They did not have a right to lay you off, even if it's because of COVID-19. They laid me off. And I know. But I'm telling you is they didn't have a right to, meaning that you are able to treat that layoff as a termination and get severance. So what yes, they've done they illegal is the me. layoff. What's that? They did terminate me. I never I never received any compensation whatsoever. I didn't receive unemployment insurance. I didn't receive uh, any, any, any benefit from the company for being laid off. But yet, here they got to add on Indeed saying they're hiring. So Kenneth, what's uh, involved here is the severance that you wrote. That's what it, the issue is. The issue is not whether they're hiring someone. The issue is that they owe you severance. So what I want you to do is I want you to contact me off air and I'll get you the severance that you wrote. So it's not about the fact that they, they're being dishonest. That's not what's illegal. The illegal portion is that they owe you severance. They owe you compensation and they haven't paid it. So I want you to call me off air. I'll get you that severance. No problem. And again, the number is 604-280-9898. That is the way you call in and ask your questions uh, here and now. And uh, I want to move down to uh, Greg. I think we got on the uh, on the line now. Hey, Greg. Hey, how's it going? Greg hey, good, pal. What's going on with you? Well, I, I'm not – I'm rehearsed at a lot of this stuff. I've been a union member for a lot of years. So my big – my question first would be, am I allowed to get – advice from a lawyer just privately like a letter or anything like that so the answer unfortunately is no when you're part of a yeah. union the union is the only one allowed to help you allowed to deal with your employer allowed to really do anything on your behalf so a lawyer like myself doesn't have the ability to intervene or really to do anything to advance your yeah. interests so it has to be the union always and forever as long as you're a unionized employee yeah. Okay. You answered all my questions then. <laughs> Thank you. I get I get that asked often, and and you know it, it, know it is a question 
John, you know on the show we get yeah. that asked every single time we're on air, and I get emails and calls daily on that. And usually the next question is, well, well wait a second, Lior. You've told me that the union has to help me, but what if they don't? So if, if they w don't want mm -hmm. to, then clearly I should be able to call you at that point, Lior. Unfortunately, the answer is still no. If they don't, you're, you're kind of stuck because they're the only ones allowed. So short of trying to convince them, you may, may even be able to file a complaint against the union uh, with, the, uh, with the government. But beyond that, there's not much that you can do. When you're part of a union, they're your representative, and there's no exceptions to that situation. This number, 604-280-9898, that is the one you call to uh, to talk to us here on air during this hour. And I know Lior's mentioned a couple times you can reach out to him, and you can anytime a member of his team as well. That's easy. Help at employmentlawyer.ca is that email address and the phone number, anytime, 604-283-3123. we still got a couple minutes here until we, uh, until we finish lining up a call, but uh, you had another matter you wanted to talk to before we uh, went to break, pal. What was it? Yeah, absolutely. I spoke with a, a gentleman this week. He had been let go uh, back in January after working for about uh, 12 years or so. Now, when he was let go, he was offered 12 months of salary. That was the severance that they offered him. He figured that's fair, so he accepted it. He signed off on it. By the way, John, the 12 months actually was not what uh, fair. He was owed more than 12 months, probably 14 or 15 months. But that's not even the issue here. Back, so, so a couple weeks ago... He followed up with the company and said, well, this is the time of year where we usually get our bonuses for 2020. I didn't get my bonus check, so is it in the mail? What, what's going on? So the company said, well, no, we never said we're going to pay you a bonus. You signed off on your severance offer, and we're not going to pay you a bonus for 2020. We agreed to pay you a 12-month salary. We did. Uh, off you go. So that's when he called me, and he wanted to know, well, wait a second, I work for 2020, I always get a bonus, everyone gets a bonus, it's part of my employment agreement, where's my bonus? Yeah. So the unfortunate thing is, yes, he absolutely would have been owed his bonus, but because he accepted the severance offer that they gave him, and he signed off on it, which says, right. you accept this and we don't owe you anything else, mm -hmm. now he's walked away from it, now he's lost that bonus. It's even actually worse than he realized. Because not only was he owed the bonus for 2020, he's also owed the bonus for the 12 months following termination, even though he's not working because his severance period takes him over that period of time. So uh, I, I couldn't help him, unfortunately, because he accepted that offer. But I wanted to bring this up here as a reminder to everyone. When it comes to your termination entitlements, you have to get paid based on your total compensation, salary, commission, bonus, benefits, car allowance, pension. I can go on and on. And if you accept less than that, you've given up your rights. For him, this was a loss of about twenty-seven, twenty-eight thousand dollars $28,000, a big loss. Please don't let that happen to you. Do not sign off on that severance offer without speaking to me first. And welcome back. The number anytime for the remainder of the show, as you know, 604-280-9898. And the email address, which we'll get to hopefully a little later on in the show, if you want to drop an email over, not just now, for any time, help at employmentlawyer.ca. And the website, which is absolutely free for you to use, it is a wealth of employment law information. You should uh, never hesitate to go there, even if you're not searching out a uh, answer to a problem, just for your own knowledge. 
And uh, enrich your employment law knowledge, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Check that out. It's absolutely free. But we'll get into this as we get some more calls lined up. You're owed a whole bunch of severance if we got a bunch of these talking points to get through. But why don't we start, uh, Lior, and uh, just give us a basic uh, Cole's notes on how severance is normally calculated. Uh, by the way, I like whole bunch. That's a very technical term. You know, I, I did <laughs> go to right. law school, so I, I learned these complex terms. Yeah, 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 exactly. A plethora. Uh, so, so before we talk about situation where you're going to be really surprised by how much severance you're actually owed, uh, let's talk about the general rules, as John said, in terms of severance. Just as a reminder here, and that is that your severance is not a week per year of service. It's not uh, maxed out at eight weeks. That is false. That's wrong. Not even close to being true. In fact, your severance is calculated based on a few factors. The main ones are your age, your position, and the length of your employment. And severance maxes out usually at 24 months. Pay 24 months, not weeks, not days, months. So you could have only be worked for a short period of time, it doesn't matter. You could be a part-time employee, it doesn't matter. You could be an employee for a big company, small company, it does not matter. It's not a week per year of service. So that's why no matter what your situation, who you are, who your employer is, if you lost your job, you go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca to find out how much you're owed, or you call me, I'll tell you how much you're owed. Do not, under any circumstances, without exceptions, sign off on that severance offer, uh, because I can almost guarantee you that that offer, whatever it is, whoever your employer is, a lot less, in fact, than what you're actually owed. Reaching out to Lior, uh, by the way, any other time, member of his team, really, really capable bunch. Don't hesitate to do so. 604-283-3123 is how you do that. But here and now, 604-280-9898. Okay, number one, you're owed a whole bunch of severance if you are a short service employee. How about that? Yeah, so you're going to be surprised that, yeah, short service employee, you've worked for a few months, maybe a year, maybe a couple of years. You figured, hey, you know, I, I haven't worked much. They let me go. I'm not going to be owed much. You know, maybe I'll, I'll get a week's pay, maybe two weeks of two, uh, two weeks pay if I'm lucky. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Short service employees are treated better, disproportionately better than long service employees. So as a short service employee, even though you've only worked for a few months, you could be owed and are owed a few months severance. Yeah, that's something you heard correctly. Maybe you work for six months pay uh, for six months with your employer. Your severance could easily be two, three, four months pay. Easily. Could even be more than that. So generally speaking, employees with five years seniority or less are treated disproportionately better. So the key here is to remember that short service does not equal little severance. The opposite is true. So if you've lost your job, even as a short service employee, and you're looking at that one, two, three week offer, know that it's not legal. Know that you're owed a lot more. It could be several times that. Don't believe me? Check out pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, as I said, or just give me a call. And let's, uh, let's chat about it. 604-283-3123 is the way to do that. Next one is this. Uh, you're owed a whole bunch more severance if you've been put, huh? Here we go, on a temporary layoff. Yes, and, and people will think, just like our, our caller, I, I think it was Kenneth earlier, uh, who figured that, well, I'm, a, I'm on a temporary layoff. They didn't pay me anything. Well, no. Temporary layoff is, in the eyes of the law, a termination. Meaning, if you've been put on a temporary layoff, you can require, you can force, if you will, the company to pay you severance. 
Now, with a regular termination, the company makes the decision, right? With a regular termination, company says, we've decided you, don't, you no longer work here. With a temporary layoff, company's not saying that. You're deciding, company, you've terminated my employment. You're allowed to do that, and you can get severance, which, as I said, could be as much as 24 months' pay. So people don't expect to get severance. Don't expect that they're owed severance with a temporary layoff, but you're owed, as I said, a whole bunch of severance, again, as much as two years' pay if you've been laid off temporarily. And this one's been ringing true uh, to such a massive scale across this country over the last 12 months, of course, with the pandemic, right? Yeah, it, people across the province, across the country, have been laid off temporarily for legitimate reasons, right? I am not trying to say that the company was tr doing something bad. I'm not saying, saying that the company is trying to get away with anything. Despite COVID-19, despite the situation, if you've been laid off temporarily, it's still a termination. You have two options, of course. You can wait at home and see what happens. Sure, that is absolutely your right. Or you can treat that as a termination and get your severance. Remember, though, of course, the reason why we have to think about this is if you accept your temporary layoff and you wait to be called back and go back to work, yeah. by doing that, you've given the company the right to do it again and again and again. So they don't have a right to do it. I just said that. But if you allow it to happen, time number one, you've given them the right to do it again. So keep that in mind. It may be better to get your whole bunch of severance if you've been laid off temporarily. 604-280-9898. That is the number you want to call, you want to use. Eric, thanks for uh, thanks for calling in this afternoon. How are you? I'm just fine. How are you? Great. What's uh, what's on your mind, pal? So I worked for a company uh, for a couple of years. They're a, they're a service uh, provider for you know, uh, homeless people, I guess you could say. And uh, I was terminated a couple of years ago. I'm just curious if I'm still entitled to a severance. And there's several other people that were terminated for without reason as well. I'd like to know if they are entitled as well. So, Eric, uh, let, let's be more specific. When were you let go? Uh, it would have been June, the end of June last, uh, 2009. Uh, 2019. Perfect. Okay, well, because it's been less than two years. Right now we're we're not in June. We're in, we're in March still. Uh, then... Because of that, you still have time. The limitation period is two years, so you're just you know a couple months shy of that. Now, uh, you worked there for two years. Was this a union position? Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. So if it's a union position, unfortunately, you're 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 not going to be getting severance. Unfortunately, you know whatever we talk about on the show really only applies to non-union employees. With a union position, maybe you get two weeks pay depending on a couple of uh, matters, and and the, the union can advise you. So no, unfortunately for you, that wouldn't apply, Eric. Uh, you know what we were talking about severance and you know up to two years pay that applies to non-union employees. Okay. I was. Um... Even if the union doesn't help you, right? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yes. That that is a very unfortunate thing. Something I I get asked about a lot, and 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 they're the only ones allowed to help you. And even as a general rule, unionized employees just don't get the same amount of severance, unfortunately. Thanks, Eric, for your time uh, this afternoon. And that's always a follow-up question, right? It's like, okay, I get they can't help me, but Lior, they're not stepping up. They're not. They're not coming to bat for me. What can I do? You know, it's kind of a tough. Yeah, place to be and. In, and it, it, it is a tough one to answer because you think there would be a solution. It's like, wait a second, they won't help me. Well, someone has to. But mm -hmm. that's the problem. When you're part of a union, you actually 
give up your rights. You, you actually physically give up your rights and hand them over to the union, which means now the union is the only one allowed to do anything with your rights. You still got lots of time here, as you know, 604-280-9898. It's only uh, 427, so we're not even halfway through. That is the number to call, just like Eric, and ask your questions. only takes a couple minutes to clear up any topic as far as employment laws is uh, considered. So so bring it on. In the meantime, though, you're owed a whole bunch more severance if you are recruited from another job. How about that one? So you're owed a lot of severance just generally, but if you're recruited from another job, not only are you you're owed a lot of severance, the severance that you're owed would potentially recognize the time you had with the previous company. So if you're working for an employer, you're not looking to leave, you're doing your thing, but you get recruited away. Headhunter or someone else convince you to leave. You join another company, things don't work out, they let you go. Well now, because they recruited you away, they may have to pay you severance based on the time you had with the previous company. So if you had 10 years with the previous company and only six months with the new company, you now are a 10 and a half year employee and your severance is based on that. Very important. If you've been recruited away, if you lost your job with a new company, things didn't work out, you have to get legal advice even more urgently than normal. Very important. You would be surprised by the amount of severance. And welcome back to the show. It is uh, 4.33. Good to have you along here. 604-280-9898. That is the number to call in, ask your questions. We'll get to more phone calls and continue on with our topic of your road, a bunch more severance if, so on and so on. But first, as always, our uh, our top priorities are always our, our phone calls. We love, uh, love having you on the air. If I can just get Andrew to take Jason for me, that would be great. Click him on, Jason. Hello? Hey, pal. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I just got into a fight with my boss, and he's just making us sign, uh, everyone in the office sign a new employment contract, and it says that they can terminate us for any reason. Uh, do I need to sign it? So the problem with that contract is not that it says that they can terminate you for any reason, because they always can. The problem is that it, it says, I, I'm saying this because I know exactly what it says, yeah. it says that they can terminate you any, for any reason by only paying you your minimum entitlements. That's the problem. So by you signing that, you will be giving up tens of thousands of dollars of future severance. So let me kind of give you a scenario. You sign this contract. Uh, a month later, company says, we let you go, okay. which, by the way, they're allowed to do. At that point, how many years have you worked for the company? About three now. So you'd be getting three weeks pay instead of potentially six months pay by signing that. So I don't so need to sign the, it then? They can't force me to sign it? Absolutely not. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jason. Remember mm. what I said. An employer is allowed to let you go for any reason. Right. So they're allowed to let you go for not signing this, but they would have to pay you severance. So uh. all I'm saying is if you're going to lose your job, you're better losing it not having signed that contract than having signed it. But you. you ultimately have to decide what you want to do. They are allowed to let you go, but they have to pay you severance if they do that. I see. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate uh, appreciate your time. And if you want to reach out uh, afterwards, you can. 604-283-3123 is the way to uh, to get hold of Lior. You're old a whole bunch of severance if, and then this one can be confusing, though. So break it down a little bit. If you have gaps in service, what do you mean by that? So gaps in service. Let's use a common situation. You work for a company for, I don't know, a few years, let's say five years. 
uh, you leave, you quit, you let go, whatever it is, uh, and then a couple years later you get hired again. You work for a couple years, they let you go. So now the question becomes, well, wait a second, I worked there for two years now, but I also had five years before. So am I getting severance based on seven years or just the last two? So in many situations, even though you have gaps in service, just like in this example that I gave, your severance is going to be calculated based on your total years of service, even though they haven't been consecutive, even though there's gaps in between. And sometimes it could be multiple gaps. You know, the example I just gave had one gap, but there could be two, mm-hmm. three or more. So in many of these situations, the company has to pay you severance based on your total uh, years served. Now, there's a number of factors we would have to look at, okay. including the circumstances that you returned back to work, what you signed when you did, how did they treat you when you came back, did they treat you like a new employee or not. But in many cases, in fact, most of these cases, even though you have gaps in service, even though the years you work there have not been consecutive and, and continuous, you're owed severance based on your total years, and that can make a huge difference be the difference between getting severance based on 15 years or getting severance based on one year. So definitely important. You'd be surprised that even in cases where you've had gaps that are long, years, uh, you know, that's how long they could be. You still get severance based on all, all your time. So important. Give me a call. If you have those gaps in service, we have to assess it and make sure that you get everything that you're legally owed. Is there a threshold, a max, or they, how big can the gap be, or does that depend how much previous service you have with them? It, honestly, the gap is not as important as how you were treated when you returned back to work. Oh. How you were treated in terms of was there some sort of either explicit or implicit recognition of your past service? That's key more than whether the gap was six months or 12 months or three years. So that's what I'm looking at. I want to see how would you treat it. For example, if you, when you came back to work, did they put you on probation or did they say, no, no, we know you, you're a good worker, we're not going to bother with probation with you. Those are the types of things I'm looking at. And in most cases, yeah, the end result is that the gap does not mean that your employment started again at zero. Again, 604-280-9898 is the uh, way to call through. We'll get to, uh, to Grant. Hi, Grant. Good afternoon. Hey, how you doing? Good, brother. What's on your mind? question is, I work for a trucking company. Um, they sign contracts with different uh, companies in order to haul their freight. Um, I've been there for 24 years. Now, if the contract that I did sign at the very bottom said that due to the work contracts, layoffs are possible. So if they do lay me off because they didn't get another contract with the company, do they still owe me the severance? So you sign an agreement that essentially gives them the right to lay you off temporarily. So if it's a temporary layoff because of the agreement that you signed, they don't owe you severance. You would be owed severance, of course, if it be, if it's a permanent situation. If you're now out of a job, obviously you would be owed severance. And after all these years you've been there, you'd be, you'd be looking at about two years pay, 24 months pay is what you'd be looking at. But it's only in a situation where it's a, it's a permanent layoff rather than a temporary one. It, it would be a permanent. It would be a permanent because if they do not get the next contract with the company, it would definitely be permanent. I see. Then absolutely, your road severance grant. Not even a question. Uh, and okay. I said after twenty whatever plus years that you've been there, 
Yeah, about two years pay potentially, anywhere from 20 to 24 months of pay. If that happens or when that happens, Grant, call me. Uh, let's make sure you get what you're owed. There's a lot of a lot of severance at stake given all your years there, so we got to do mm-hmm. this right. And actually, I was listening to the caller before when you had mentioned that they had been there at one point, left and came back. Uh, that's the same as the company I was with. Um, they laid me off. And I came back two years after that, and I've been there for the last 23 years. So would that time before that be included? Not that it would be It would. Different. But that's the thing is because whether you're the 23-year guy or a 25-year guy, it's not going to make a thing. huge difference. You're, you're right. pretty much going to get you know close to the maximum seven, which is 24 months. But mm-hmm. that, if anything, that strengthens the, the argument that you should be getting 24 months pay. Right. So that contract that I said that they said that layoffs are possible won't have anything to do with me not getting it then? Absolutely not. It won't impact things by a dime. Not at all. Awesome. <laughs> I appreciate that. just puts me at ease now. Yeah. No problem, exactly. Grant. Grant, uh, reach out, Grant. I'm going to give you the number to get a hold of Lior and his team. And again, don't hesitate. Have a, uh, a further conversation for, uh, for sure. 604-283-3123. 604-283-3123. After the show, Grant, and uh, follow up indeed. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. Email address is, is really easy as well. More calls coming through here. And uh, you're old, a whole bunch more severance if you lose your job. Oh, here we go. Bad economy. Or how about this one? During a pandemic. The, the pan, is there a pandemic? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, but the pandemic. Yeah, a little yeah. while. Yeah. Well, a little while. Maybe maybe some people have heard of it. But, but the yeah. reason we're, we're saying that is that some people may think, well, if I lose my job because of the pandemic, well, maybe my employer gets a bit of a break. Maybe my employer doesn't have to pay severance or maybe mm-hmm. the laws somehow change because we're in a pandemic. So not only does, do the laws not say that you don't get severance because there's a pandemic, the laws actually will say that you get even more severance if it's a bad economy or like now if we're in the middle of a pandemic. And the reason for that is because it's going to potentially take you longer to find another job. There's a lot of people looking for work. There's potentially less companies hiring. So if because of the pandemic, you're going to take longer to find another job than you would in a non-pandemic situation. That means you're owed even more severance than usual. Bad economy usually means more severance because it takes longer to find another job in a bad economy than it would when the economy is firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. So you'd be surprised. You'll get, a, as I said, a, a, a heck of a lot of severance, a whole lot of severance, if in fact you are let go during the pandemic right now. So if you're in that situation, you lost your job, again, more important than ever, I don't even know how I can say this uh, more convincingly, that you have to get that advice. You absolutely have to because COVID-19 means more severance than usual. It is 4.45. Welcome back to the show. Still have some minutes. 604-280-9898. That is the way you call through. Maria, thank you so much for standing by. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Um, My question is, my son's worked in the company for three years. He was on a temporary layoff because of um, COVID for 14 weeks. And now he received a a full termination. So I'm just wondering how it would work with severance pay. Sure. So let me ask a couple questions, Maria. You said he's worked there for three years. What does your son do? What is his job? Um, It's like sort of sales and service. He works at a car dealership. 
Okay, good. And how old is your son? 22. So he'd be looking at around three months' pay, maybe as much as four months' pay. Uh, what okay. have they offered him? Um, nothing yet. We're presuming two weeks. So uh, the, the, they're likely, if he's had his three-year anniversary, they may offer him three, but uh, three weeks, that is. But what yes. he's actually owed is three to four months' pay. Okay. So unless that's what they offer him. If they offer him three months' pay, then he's fine. Uh, all is okay there. If he okay. is offered less than that, he needs to give me a call. It's not going to be difficult to resolve this, Maria. One okay. letter from, from uh, me is all that's going to be required here. Now, if, for example, something else to keep in mind, uh, if he's in a sales role, maybe there's commission to uh, part of his compensation. So the, the severance that he's owed is based on his average earnings. So we simply would look okay. at what he earns average in a month. Uh, you know, okay. that includes his commission. And that's the figure that we're going to use to calculate his three-month severance. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah, because he missed the three-year anniversary by two weeks. So it's actually... Yeah, it, it won't change under, it. He still okay. is owed three months' pay. Okay, so I'll just give you a call. Wonderful. And then, okay, thank you so much for your help. Thanks, Maria. Thanks, Maria. Thanks for taking the time and uh, that number for your son. By the way, here it is, 604-283-3123. He can reach out through email as well, same time or otherwise, help at employmentlawyer.ca. Maria, wait a minute, Lior News Flash, a car dealership not paying enough severance? This is It's shocking. A good, <laughs> good thing I'm sitting down. Uh, you know, listen, I, I, I have uh, good friends. You know, you and I have some mutual friends working oh, yeah. at car dealerships, great people. But it's kind of the Wild West when it comes to employment law. So I'm not surprised to hear that there may be someone who is not getting what he's owed. But again, easy to resolve these matters. So don't hesitate to give me a call. And you still got some time here uh, on air. 604-280-9898 is the number to call into the show. See how quick you get some answers and uh, get some peace of mind to go along with it. You are owed a whole bunch of severance if you suffer from a disability. There's another one on our list. Yeah, if you lost your job but you're suffering from a disability, you're going to get even more severance than you usually would. Why? Well, because it's going to take you longer to find another job. If you have a serious medical condition, even if you're, you are able to work, it's presumably going to make it more difficult to find a job where you can do your, do your work or that can accommodate you. And because it's going to take you longer to find another job, that means even more severance than you normally would get. So that's true whether or not you're, you're actively working but have a disability or if you're on a disability leave and are let go, then either way, you're going to be owed even more severance. Now, there's something else to consider, of course, is yeah. if you are let go and you do have a, a, a disability, we always have to turn our mind to the question of did they let you go because of the disability? Because right. if that's what the company did, then at that point, it's not just about severance. At that point, it also becomes a human rights violation. So that's a very different and a very serious matter. So if you're let go because of a disability, sure, severance, a lot of severance, a whole bunch of severance. But beyond that, you may have entitlements because of this human rights violation. But even if there's no human rights violation, even if the termination is legitimate, they're not letting you go because of a disability. It just happens that you have one you're going to be owed even more severance than you normally would. So what do you do? You pick up the phone, you call me, or you send me an email, and we'll sit down and discuss everything that you're owed.
Another one on the list, and I know from personal experience, I've had family members go through this, and that is if you work for a non-profit organization. I guess that not-for-profit thing is where it gets cloudy, right? They assume, well, they're not for profit. Why would they have to pay me anything? Exactly. And and mm. I get this often. We get this on the show often. I get this in the office often. People asking, well, wait, you know, you talk about severance, Lee, or great, I get it, but I'm assuming that wouldn't apply to a not-for-profit absolutely applies not not 98% or 99% 100% applies in the exact same way an employer any employer big small for profit or not for profit has to pay severance based on the same laws and the same rules so an employer does not get a a break or or special treatment because of the type of business that they're operating if you let, if you are working for a not for profit we're going to look at the same factors, your age, your position, and the length of your employment, and you're going to be out severance, which could be as much as 24 months' pay. People sometimes get surprised when I say that. And by the way, a lot of non-for-profit employers are surprised. Sure. Sure. That's the way it is. That's the way the law works. There's no exceptions. A few minutes to go here. You want to uh, make a phone call. You want to do it now and uh, get your question answered, 604-280-9898. In the meantime, though, you're owed a whole bunch more severance if you were let go, even though your job performance was not great. So you you may have had some issues with your performance. Maybe things didn't work out the way you wanted. You know, maybe there's some issues at home or COVID-19 now stressing you out. And because of that, your job performance has suffered. And you know it suffered, and and you know that you're not, uh, you know, performing at the level that you want. So a company notices it and says, you know what, your performance has not been good. Uh, look at all these things you haven't done properly. We're letting you go. You may think at that point, well, yeah, I know I didn't do my best job here, my best work. So probably they don't owe me anything because of that. Wrong, 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 wrong. Not only do you still get severance you would get the same severance as if your performance was fabulous. The reason for that is severance is an all-or-nothing situation. Either you get your full severance or you get nothing. And the only time you can get nothing is if you've done something so bad that it's impossible to continue employing you. And having performance that's not up to snuff in and of itself is not enough to deprive you of severance. For, for the employer to be able to deprive you of severance, they would have to discipline you, provide warnings, training, and help. And if, if after all those things they've done, it still is not registered and hasn't worked, maybe then they can let you go for cause without severance. But being let go because your performance may not be up to snuff does not mean you don't get severance. You get, as I say, a whole bunch of severance up to 24 months pay. So the lesson, the rule, is that bad performance does not equal no severance. Not at all. And last one for this topic is uh, if the business you work for has been sold. Absolutely. So if the business has been sold, if you're not, uh, not going to be part of that transaction in the sense that you're out of a job now, you're right. going to be getting your severance, your full severance. So if you lost your job because of a sale of a business, yes, severance is triggered. But it's not only that. Even if you're offered a job with the buyer, but you decide not to take it, even in those situations, you're owed severance. How much severance may may vary depending on the reason as to why you've rejected the offer. But even if you're offered a job and decide not to take it, you are still owed severance. So losing your job, 
or, or not continuing to work as a result of a sale of a business does trigger your severance rights. Try to get to an email or two as we uh, wrap for the afternoon. First one up, uh, Ron says, hey, Lior, my employer, let me go a week after I came back from a medical leave. I just found an ad online where they have posted for a replacement for me. Can they do this? Well, you know, I was just talking a couple minutes ago saying that mm-hmm. if you are let go because of a disability or a medical condition, if that's why you're let go, well, that's a human rights issue. Well, in this particular situation, if he's let go and, and he has a medical condition, yet the company is looking to replace him, it's kind of you know starting to look like, well, maybe that's why they let him go, because he has that condition. And that's illegal. That's a human rights violation. So I would want to have a chat with them and find out more about how big the company is, if anyone else was let go, if the job they're looking to hire is the same, what did they say to him when they uh, let him go. So I'd want to find out all those uh, details because, yeah, this potentially could be a very serious uh, human rights violation. So at that point, not only are we looking at severance, severance has to be paid either way, there could be additional damages owed because of the reasons he was let go. Wrap it up with this quick email from Stan says, I have not received a pay increase in more than five years. Does my employer have to give me an increase? Stan is obviously not happy, and I wouldn't be either. No one would anyone else if you don't get a pay raise after all these years. But an employer is not legally required to provide pay raises. So unless there's a contract in place that requires them to provide a pay raise, pay raises at the discretion of the employer. So we can't make it uh, happen. You can speak to your employer, you can explain, most reasonable employers will understand and work with you, but unfortunately there's no, the law doesn't come in and say, aha employer, you have to provide a pay raise, that is up to the employer. And we are done for an afternoon. Appreciate all of your phone calls and taking the time. Hope I answered a bunch of questions. If you uh, still have something to ask after the show and thought, oh, gee, I didn't get a chance to call in, no problem. Make that phone call to Lior and his team, 604-283-3123 is the way to do that. Help at employmentlawyer.ca is the email address we use. If you just go to employmentlawyer.ca, by the way, links to our long-running television show there as well. And then finally, the uh, website built just for you to use at any time, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. We'll catch you again, Employment Law Show on CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.